0: May be seated. Thank the Lord Jesus. The fact is, growing the kingdom of God is not for wimps or slackers. Growing the kingdom of God is for is for a people that. Reach and work and put their hand to the plow and never look back. And I appreciate hearing these testimonies, just good, enjoyable testimonies. And um, as we know, uh, if you've just talked to a few people, you've run across, if it's not your own experience, you've run across somebody with an experience just recently of good and wonderful things that God is doing. It is a wonderful thing. I appreciate very much every person that's helped in every way. I want to preach for a few minutes this evening. Uh, I feel like something the Lord has laid on my heart uh, concerning our walk with God. And uh, we, are, we are living in some very, very important times. We, ha- we have to
1: be.
0: We have to be. Young people, the world as you know it today is not the world I grew up in. What I mean is it wasn't this way. And to get it even more personal and more specific, the country that America, I love America, don't misunderstand me. I thank God for the liberties and the freedoms, and I just thank God all the way around. I have a reason to be proud to be an American. But uh, America is not the country she was that I grew up in. It's just not the same country. It, It is absolutely not the same thoughts, not the same feel. It's, it's not the same attitude uh, toward each other, toward our leaders, toward authority, toward young people uh, at least 20 years and younger for certain, and really maybe even 30 years and younger. But you younger people, I can assure you, this is not the same world I grew up in. It simply isn't. We, uh, and I'm not talking about the present president. I'm talking about more than one president. I'm talking about other leaders. I'm not not only talking about presidents, but governors. I'm not just talking about one governor or a certain governor. And uh, so, all the things that I'm saying, I'm not picking on one person. And I'm not just talking about a Democrat or Republican or an independent. Or I'm just talking about all things. Our leadership of our country is is just absolutely nothing like it was as I grew up and until about the last 20 years. It is just simply not the same at all. Uh, Even the people who I vote for are so far from what I really want to vote for. I'm an American, and I believe that if we're going to be a citizen, we should vote. And if, and if we don't vote, we certainly should not feel like we have a reason to gripe about anything about our country. If we don't, if we don't vote, I know we pay taxes. that may give you a right a little bit, but, but I still don't think that we have a full right unless we're willing to vote. Yeah. And people may say, well I don't like, I don't like any of them. I'm not going to vote for any of them. Well, did you hear what I just said? I said I hadn't found anybody I wanted to vote for for many years now. Yeah. But I still vote. Yeah. I'd rather, at the very least, cancel out somebody else's vote yeah. than to not do any good at all. Yeah. Today, and for many years, we, we just... We can't even vote for somebody that is that carries our ideas, our ideals. Excuse me, our principles. Because there's never been a day where you could find a president that was fully apostolic. But yeah. there have been several presidents that uh, some were known to be honorable, and some weren't so honorable. <laughs> yeah. That I know beyond the shadow of a doubt. I know that the three presidents before the one we have now, all of them, without any doubt, clearly know what apostolic, I don't just mean speaking in tongues, Jesus' name, baptism, oneness of the Godhead, speaking in tongues, apostolics are. I know positively for sure because I have good friends that have, have explained it to them and had time with them and I've just, within... Uh, just uh, even since some of them have left office, some of my friends have been in their homes and have pictures and, and telling me the, the opportunities they've had. We've had apostolic preachers lay hands on, on presidents of the United States of America. Yes. Yeah. 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 And there's been a, quite a number of uh, apostolics that have, have, have sang for presidents, including our own illustrious music leader, Sister Danae, sang for the senior George Bush. So we've had opportunities. We've had inroads. But I'm going to vote, and I'm going to be a good citizen because I'm going to at least eliminate, mark, um, you know, match out somebody's vote that's voting for somebody even worse than I am voting for. <laughs> Sometimes it's a fact that you just can't vote for anybody that you believe in. You just vote for the best you got. But I'm, it's not voting time, so I'm not. this is not some kind of a big political campaign. But I'm talking about the end of time is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the last days that we're living in. We're at, we're at a point now to where we really cannot. It, it, it has every appearance that our, our, some of our most powerful leaders of our country, especially the executive branch, has no... Real love for Israel, and God is very, very jealous of Israel. That's the Bible. And really, you just we need to understand that. Well, let's say it, let me say it this way this really sounds quite paradoxical and even oxymoron. And nobody's a moron, <laughs> but the fact is. I'll finish that later. I forgot what I was going to say. There's at least more one moron in here. Now I'm getting rebuked, telling me i better got to preach. I'm trying to get to it. But we are living in the last days, and it's hard, we'd be hard pressed to prove. That we have leaders that love Israel, and God is jealous of Israel, is what I was trying to say. Yeah. And God will, god told Abraham, "I will bless them that bless you, yeah. and curse them that curse you." I, I hope America is, has a big part in the end of time. Yeah. But we've all—there's always been some doubts in many, many end-time preachers' minds of whether or not America has. A big part in the end of times there's possibilities that America will not be a powerful force in the very end of times now I don't I don't feel comfortable talking like this you you know what you know what has amazed me I'm amazed that I don't know exactly how to say this because it sounds terrible But I'm amazed that sometimes, I don't know if I want the Lord to come right now. There's several reasons for that. How about you? Have you got anybody you love that would be lost if he came now? Isn't that one good reason? But one thing it cannot be. We cannot for sure say, Lord, don't come now because I love this world too much. I believe with all of my heart, we should not become slack in any things that we've heard testimonies about. We should not become slack in reaching being good neighbors, reaching out to others, helping in every way we can around the world, yeah. serving God to the very best of everything that's in us, yeah. serving our neighbors and serving our world the very best that God has helped us to do so. We should never come short of that. Yeah. We should, we should as, if it, as it would be, pick up a hammer every day and swing away. And never slow down. Just keep on going. Don't worry. Don't worry. If we're ready to meet him, we'll hear the trumpet when it sounds. Don't worry. Work as hard as you want to work. Drive as much as you want to drive. Do as much as you want to do. You'll hear the trumpet sound. You won't miss it. You won't miss it. But I'm concerned to be a part of a people that it makes it look like there's so many things that look like that we're not as a country and not as much for Israel as we used to be. Now, I know politics is politics. There's a bunch of stuff going on we don't know anything about. And I am not a conspiracy theorist. Sure, there's conspiracies. If I didn't believe in conspiracies, then I couldn't believe in the devil. For he is a conspiracy. That's how he became the devil. Was through a conspiracy. He at once was one of the top angels of heaven. And through conspiracy, he sought to become greater than God. And God showed him who was God. (laughs) And certainly God does the same for us. Well, we're living in the very last of the last days. I never, when I was a boy growing up and even as a young preacher, I could never imagine when the Bible speaks in the book Revelations, particularly where it says th- those that would not worship the beast and those that would not go along with the Antichrist, that the Bible said their heads would be cut off. And I thought, that's too barbaric, that's too old-fashioned, Surely that's just a symbolic thing. But we've lived to see the day that on World Wide Web they broadcast people who call themselves Christians and we do not know for sure what they believe or don't believe. We have no reason to be judgmental of those people over there. And so we have lived to see the day on World Wide Web it is being broadcast that the heads of Christians are being literally cut off. It strikes fear in the heart of many. We hear so much about America's financial difficulties that we're so so far in financial debt to the rest of the world and even to our own selves. Instead of instead of our money really meaning anything, you see, for for the people my age and younger you know what by the time probably, probably by the time i was about 10 years old or maybe even younger they quit making silver dollars silver dollars Did you know there used to be silver dollars now you might can find a silver dollar now but it's not silver it's it's just some Inexpensive metal inside, coated with silver, or something of a silver manner. We don't have silver dollars being made anymore, unless it's a special collection. And then I suppose we have gold and silver only, but not our American currency. The dollar, the dollar bill that we hold, young people, you need to realize this: the paper we hold in our hand. What what it used to mean was when you said ten dollars, he used to say he used to speak and, and say that, that we had this much actual value in reserve. Right. Otherwise, you hear of you. Sometimes we hear of Fort Knox, which is a fort, and 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 there's other places across America and around the world where, uh, and and Swiss banks, and we hear all these can all these things. We hear of places where they 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 keep the gold that that you know that. There was a time that you could take a dollar bill and trade it in for a real, pure, 99.9% pure silver dollar. You know, you own an automobile if you're old enough to own one. You have a title to the automobile that says you own that automobile. But now how foolish would, would it be for them to start printing up titles to automobiles, but there's really no automobiles. Yeah. So they give you, you go up to the dealership and you give them whatever it is, $20,000, 30000 $50,000, and you, you buy an automobile. And you go out of the you go outside in the parking lot with this title of an automobile in your hand and say, well, where's my automobile? Oh, we didn't explain that? There are no automobiles. We just print up paper that says automobiles. We just print up titles. There's no automobiles. Brother, Brother Donnie, that'd be bad. People couldn't even push you because you wouldn't even have an automobile. You'd just be having a pretend one. It's right here. Believe it or not, it's right here. Just start pushing. (laughs) I have a title right here in my hand. It says I have an automobile, so just start pushing this title up there. Do you understand that our dollar is backed up by Nothing. okay you go to the bank and how, how much is the uh, ins- it's insured FDIC what is it now 100 up to, if you say you got a hundred thousand dollars in the bank they say that if if, if if everything in the world fell apart that they'd guarantee you at least a hundred thousand real money I don't care what they say folks they don't have a hundred thousand for everybody that's got a hundred thousand in the bank It's not there in the last six years we have printed over seven what am i about to say here seven billion trillion trillion tru—trillion. say it again trillion but is it seven or eight whatever it is at least seven trillion now i don't even know for sure. i know how to i could put down a trillion but I can't, I'd have to put it on paper to really be able to visualize a trillion dollars. If anybody here ever happens up on a trillion, let me know. I will teach you a Bible lesson on tithing immediately. And then I'll proceed to preach from Genesis Revelation on offerings. In the last six years, we have printed $7 trillion. I'm going to say dollar bills for the sake of thinking of $7 trillion, okay? We've printed $7 trillion bills. I, $7 trillion. I really, it would be hard to take $7 trillion bills, $1 bills, and pack them in this room. I think it would. I mean, that's a guess. I think it would be very difficult to take $7 trillion and be able to pack them in this room. That's a lot of bills. $7 trillion. Altogether, we have about 18000000000000 trillion that's been accumulating even before the last six years. But we've doubled what we had from all the years of our country. Listen to me, young people. From all the years of our country being in existence as the United States of America, we have, we have doubled the most at any time we've ever owed in the history of this country. We have doubled that in just six years as opposed to 200 and how many years? About 200 and whatever it is. 200 and what's the year? What year is it? <laughs> How many? Two three nine. Two hundred and thirty nine years. For for the first two hundred and you said thirty. The first two hundred and thirty-three years. We accumulated and sometimes we'd pay that debt completely off and then we'd get some more and pay it off and get it up more and pay it off. But it's just lately the last Quite a few years it's been just getting bigger. The debt's been getting bigger. Yeah. What, what do you mean, debt? I'm going to take a minute or two. It's just the way it's going to work tonight. Yeah. You see, we, just for instance, I'm not bashing China. If they're smart enough to make, to practically own America, yeah. then you've got to hand it to them. They're smart. Yeah. But every, almost everything you pick up is made either in China or Taiwan or Vietnam. Our good old Thailand or in a lot of the Asian countries today. Now then, they're making big, big, big pushes to push it into Africa and some of those Middle Eastern countries and some of those other poor countries, even Central American countries. They're doing what they can. The world leaders are trying to make let everybody have a shot at being prosperous. And as our present president has often said, let's shuffle the money around, give it away, pass it around, turn your basket upside down. That, that's my words, not his. But the point being this, though, however, when you travel all over the world, you realize that in the middle of the day, you see a lot of grown, young, healthy men sitting around chewing sticks. Of course, a lot of those sticks are not just sticks because they have this little thing around their neck that's got cocaine in it, and it's not illegal. And they take these leaves and they poke them down there and they take this stick and they poke it in there and they wiggle it around. And they keep sucking that stick and they stay high all day. Yeah. And they grow it without it being illegal. What did I just call it? Cocaine, Cocaine yes. That's what I'm saying. And, and in places like Afghanistan and some of the other Middle East, it's all the way down to heroin. I'm talking about the world we're living in right now, young people. And we as a country are doing all we can to help the rest of the world. But the problem is they're sitting around staying high and so many of them are not helping themselves. We can send all the beans and all the rice and all the money we want to. And crooked crooked leaders over there in those countries hoard it and keep it. And most of it don't get to the people that need it. Um, there's, no, there's never been a country that's even come within any remote close in competition to giving and helping the rest of the world as the United States of America has done to help the rest of the world. Never. Never. Probably not since Joseph was in Egypt. Has there been a country that's helped the rest of the world like the United States has? And yet we just keep on putting the printing presses in order and keep on pumping out bills, dollars. And there's not any silver. When I say any, I mean it's like saying you got a pile this big as opposed to a pile bigger than this whole church. A pile of gold this big. As opposed to saying, oh, this all this gold right here is going to back up all the money that's higher than this church. Y'all know that just don't work that way. So the point being is, whatever this paper is worth, right here, this paper. Whatever that paper, I had to tear it all in too, so I'm not going to jail. Whatever that paper's worth. It's basically all it's worth. And I'm telling you right now, I'd be doing good to be able to light my fireplace with that. I don't care if it was a $100 bill. I'd be doing good to light because I'm not very a very good Boy Scout. <laughs> but they keep printing bills like this, and it means nothing. What happens is, we keep using this. And I'll give you a $10, I'll give the grocery store $10, and they give me some groceries. And then we turn it around the other way, and, and, and then they take that $10, and they'll give it to their vendors, whoever brings their groceries, and they'll pass that $10 bill along. But the fact is, it's just, it's just like car titles, and there's no cars out there. We just keep passing it around. And one day, here's the fact. One day, somebody's going to say, okay, where's my gold? Where's my silver? Where's my where, Where's my car? Finally, somebody's going to say, "Wait, I've shuffled this car title around long enough. Where's my car?" And we're going to all be told there are no cars. There is, there are no value. There is no value, none at all. Well, wait, 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 wait. But but, I, but I've got land. Sorry, the government now owns your land. You think that can't happen? This church right here put probably put twenty something thousand dollars into a. An investment in when it used to be Yugoslavia, now it's Serbia. But back when it was Yugoslavia, we put probably twenty-six or twenty, almost thirty thousand dollars, maybe, into a building to be renovated, and it was fully renovated and finished, and we dedicated it a church, a church in Yugoslavia. And when they when they when they were forced into war. And all the genocide was taking place, and NATO began to bomb Kosovo and uh, the other country down close to that. When we began to, when all that war began to happen, they marched right in there and just took that church building. What do you mean? they can't do that? They did it. They walked right in there and told that pastor that most of us here know, but the demeter said, "Get out. What?" Get out. What? we got to have this building. Get out. He said, but we own this. Not anymore. In a time of war, we can declare martial law, emergency law, and we can take anybody's house we want to take. You know, during the Civil War, they marched right into towns north and the south, wherever they needed it, and sometimes the nicest house in the city, they took it to be their headquarters for whatever army it might be, whatever regiment. During time of war, they can take anything they want to take. Now, I'm going to, you, can get, you can just get shook up if you want to get shook up, but, I, but I, I think it's time that we face reality. That this world is not the real world. There is a world yet to come that's the real and everlasting world. It is important for us to realize that. I'm saying this to you, and someday when these things start happening, don't go crazy. Don't start pulling your hair out. Just as sure as God supplied the need for all those through the Bible that went through tough times, he will supply the need for his people always. Always. It'll be the coolest thing there ever was for us all to be down there waiting by some river. And watch this whole big flock of of crows come in there, or duck, or geese, or something. And that's be sitting there, and them just dropping big gift baskets that they took out of some truck that was meant for some ambassador. (laughs) That's right. God fed Elijah. The birds brought him food. Some big, old, some big old bird comes squawking over and drops you a big old gift basket right there. Man, just filled with all kind of the delicacies and all kind of good stuff. I don't know what God may do, but I know this. It happened already several times in the Bible in different ways, and it will happen, and God will take care of his people. But what kind of a fix are you going to be in, my friend? What kind of fix are you going to be in? If this starts happening and you're not right with God, the world's not going to help you unless you deny your faith. And God is not going to help you because you're not serving him. You're going to be in a pickle. And look, it won't be long from now before we're going to pull out a dollar bill at the bank and they're going to say thank you very much and take it and put it in a drawer and say I hope you can have a good day because you get nothing back. We are now collecting all dollar bills back. See, that can't happen. I have a 1 billion, excuse me, 100 billion dinar bill at my house. I carried it around with me for a long time. That was a 100 billion. It'd be like us saying a 100 billion dollar bill. That's how much inflation went up in Yugoslavia during all that war. $100 billion bill. I've got it for three American dollars. And that's exactly what they did in Yugoslavia. When When we were remodeling that building, the carpenters, the supply houses demanded cash on delivery. You had to pay the carpenter every day. I'm just talking about about 20 years ago, folks. And you go Slavia. Every day the carpenter was going to be paid because tomorrow, whatever you paid them with may not even be worth the paper it's printed on. I'm not talking about something that might happen. It's already happened 20 and 25 years ago. I have a $100 billion bill or dinara bill in my house now. That was worth 3 American dollars when I bought it. And and it happened many times where people were going to the bank, having a good day, thinking they were fixing to go buy a piece of land or a house and walk in there with that money, and they simply confiscate that money and say, that's no longer good money. And they say, well, what are you going to replace it with? Nothing. Start again. Now you can say, oh, uh, no, it, it happened. Yeah. I could put you on the phone with the, with the demits right now, and they'll tell you it happened." Yeah. They just pulled all it back in. They gathered it all back. You know, ever so many years they do that. When you give your money to the bank right here in America, bills that are a certain age are in certain conditions. They just pull them out of circulation. Now, they'll give you one to replace it. So, you know, that's the difference. Thank God. (laughs) That's the difference. But there's coming a day when they'll pull it and they won't give you one to replace it. I'm saying today is the last days. I'm saying this because somebody's voice better be lifted up so that we don't go crazy and that we don't all of a sudden panic and say, why didn't somebody tell us this was going to happen? And you know what you need to do? Well, if you got any money in the bank, try to go get it out. But if you can't get it out of the bank and you can't get it out, and you no money, no fuel for your car, no fuel for your car, no worky. No worky, no paychecky. It just goes on and on and on. But I'm telling you, you don't look to the bank. We're not going to look to our boss. We're not going to look to Wall Street. I'll tell you right now what we're going to do. We're going to look to the sky. There's no way in the world I can try to do a Bible study on end time tonight. But all of us have heard enough to know that what I'm telling you, there's substance to what I'm telling you. Somehow or another, what I'm telling you tonight is, is going to happen, and I don't want to think about it. Look, it—I'm embarrassed sometimes when I think of how I almost feel panicked when I hear news. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like what? I mean, I hear—I hear of decisions that people make in our government, and I think, what? And nobody, I mean, people can say, people can say that is a criminal offense. And yet nobody can figure out what to do about it. We are there, young people. We are there. Saints of God, we are there. So what are you going to do when it really, all of a sudden, starts really showing up? when things start falling apart and all of a sudden of course there'll be people that's got so much trust in money there'll be people committing suicide there'll be people I, I don't even know if preaching like this affects people anymore but I'm going to preach for the next just a little bit and then just look at you pray we got to be right with God we cannot be this half-hearted stuff it ain't going to be ready it's not going to work in that time it's not going to work And I don't know how far we'll go into this and I don't know how long we'll be on this earth but I do believe that we'll see a lot of great woe come upon this earth before the church is raptured. God's wrath will never be poured out on the church. I don't believe that for a minute. The Bible says He has not called us under wrath. We will not be on this earth when the wrath of God is poured out on this earth. But there are a lot of Woes and a lot of tough times that will come upon this earth. I want you to, I want you to think about it and realize that I, I had no idea that there were God fearing, America loving groups of people. In this country that were applying for religious or charitable status from the IRS and they were turning them down because of what they stood for but they're doing it and they did it and nobody has had to take the fall for it yet People can figure out all kinds of Ponzi schemes. And I know occasionally we hear of one that's arrested and goes to jail. And then before you know it, a president has pardoned them. And they're back on the streets. We're talking about money that you and I can't even fathom. I can't. I don't believe you can. And they do these things. This is happening. Jesus is getting ready to come back. We are so isolated in America. We think that nothing bad could happen to America. We look at pictures of what happened over in the Middle East, and we say, that's way over there, thousands of miles away. That'll never come over here. I don't know what God's got planned, and I am certainly not wanting any bad thing to happen to America. No, not unless it's God's way of bringing America to salvation. That'd be the only way. But I in no way want anything bad to come to America. But I'm just telling you, you can't keep printing money, trillion after trillion after trillion bills on paper, and there's actual no value to it at all whatsoever. Right now, if China said pay up, right now, I don't know how it works. I I know that America has forgiven many countries that have owed us billions of dollars back when a billion was a lot of money. And we've just written it off and, forg- and forgave them of their debt. America's done that to scores and probably hundreds of countries through the many years, even in my lifetime. We have, we have given them money and given them money and loaned them money and loaned them money and loaned them money. And, them money. and then they say, well, we can't pay it, and we file bankruptcy. And America says, that's all right, just wipe your boots clean and start over. But who's going to do that for America? That's like daddy or granddaddy that you know is rich and you keep borrowing money and borrowing money and borrowing money. And then someday you go and daddy or granddaddy's got no money. And you have no money. Nobody's got any money. I'm saying today is the day of salvation. Young men and young women, you have a great future. But I am telling you, you only have a great future in God Almighty. Oh, I know it says it on the dollar bill, in God we trust, and they printed that on there a few years ago, and so far they're still printing it on there, and I hope they keep on. But, oh, dear God, help us. Help us, dear Lord. Whatever we print, we need to truly trust in God because no matter what comes and what goes, God never changes. God is able, and God will always be able. God has plenty, and God will always have plenty. So what are we going to do? We're going to look up. All of a sudden, it's not going to be so hard to turn in here for prayer. All of a sudden, it's not going to be so hard to hit your knees by your bed for prayer. All of a sudden, it's not going to be so hard to wake up in the middle of the night and sit down, kneel down by the couch and pray a while. All of a sudden, it's not going to seem so strange to say, Oh, God, I've got to take a day of fasting. Let's pray. Let's pray for a moment or two. This is, you know, this is absolutely a reality. I'm preaching tonight. Thank you, Jesus. 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 We're trusting in you, Lord. We're trusting in you, Lord. We're trusting in you, Lord. We're trusting in you. We're trusting in you. Oh, we're trusting in you. There's somebody here tonight, right now, this moment. Right now, this moment. I don't don't want a soul to come to this altar and just kneel down here and whisper. If you're not stirred up enough to come down here and cry out to God, I'm not yet given an altar call. But if you're stirred up enough to come down here crying with all your heart, God will renew you or fill you or overflow you with victory and power and of His Spirit. He will help you have the strength and the faith and the courage to be baptized in Jesus' name. And He will help you to obey His Word and live for Him and serve Him with all your heart. Praise Almighty God! 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 Ha, uh, ha! Uh, uh, somebody, that's right, right in your seat, right now. Just, just bellow out in other tongues. My goodness, why play around with all this? Why, why, why pe- play around with this? We need to bellow out. Uh. The fact is, I didn't read my text. Because this wasn't what I was planning on preaching, but I know that God wants me to say this for you people, and for some especially. Oh. I'm telling you. Oh. Trust in God. Trust in God. We've got to lift up our eyes higher than this world. If you're looking for a wife or a husband, you better get your eyes off of them people that's messing around with this world. You better get your eyes on somebody who prays and fasts and lives for God and worships and lives upright and stands upright and does what's right. I have every reason to believe that I'm going to get to see it. This world walking around with hollow eyes. This world walking around in despair and absolute misery. And God's people being provided for and nobody can figure out how it's happening. Ha,
1: ha, ha,
0: I tell you what I believe. I believe we're going to find out there are millions upon millions upon millions of apostolics in China. There's going to be a day when all God's people are going to stand up and say, We believe in Him. We'll never deny Him. We believe in the Word of God. We'll obey the Word of God. We'll trust in the Lord Jesus, our Savior. Oh, do I know this is different? Oh, this is very different for me. Oh, God. Lord, help us. This is the time when we need to talk about stuff like this. We cannot ignore stuff like this. We've got to, we've got to... Acknowledge that we need to call on God. This world needs a Holy Ghost revival. Every nation needs a mighty revival of Jesus Christ. Every church needs a revival like we've never seen before. Woo! Ha ha! Ha da He's <laughs> this is the day to get right with God this is the day to quit playing around with our faith quit hitting and missing with our faith this is the day to get baptized this is the day to be filled with God's spirit this is the day to cry out to him and say Lord Lord your will be done and not my will hallelujah hallelujah bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord Jesus. Bless the Lord, Jesus. Bless the Lord, Jesus. Bless the Lord, Jesus. It's been almost 40 years ago, 30-something years ago, that I held up a Bible. And you people that's been here a long time know it's the truth. And I said, the, the future battle of the church is not whether we can keep holding a standard in it or not. The future battle of the church is whether or not we'll believe this is the Word of God or not. Do you, do you believe that we're seeing it come to pass? Look, I know y'all don't know as many people as I do, and I, wouldn't, I, don't want to put, I don't want to downcast anybody, but I'm telling you, I know a lot of people all the way around the world. There's people that used to live and would die by this Bible that today they don't even believe it's the Word of God. That 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 is not going to happen by the grace of God around here. It's not going to happen. And it's not going to happen in, in millions and millions of Christians' lives. That's not going to happen. That's just not going to happen. Just not going to happen. But that's where that's where it's coming to. When the when the leader when the, I'm not I'm not disparaging anybody. The first person I talked about tonight was us, didn't I? Didn't I just say, I know preachers. I'm talking about Pentecostal, apostolic preachers just like us. I, that's the first one I just now criticized. Is that right? So, so get off your high horse and get the chip off your shoulder. But the Catholic pope now is beginning to make compromises that no Catholic in their, in their greatest imagination could believe a Catholic pope we condone things that the Catholic Pope is now beginning to condone.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: These big mega churches don't have a TV, don't have time for one, don't want one in my house. But I have other means of getting things that are on TV. And, and, and if you have an internet, we all do. Even if you have an iPhone with a smartphone, we do. But I do watch news enough to know that a lot of these mega churches, I mean, I have watched them be interviewed. I have watched them be interviewed, and they claim to be great Jesus people. And they, and they, they ask them direct questions, and they will grin with a smile that could fill Texas and not answer the question. I'm talking about questions on... Pure, simple Bible morals. We're living in the last days. Parents. Parents. I want to get your attention. I want to get your attention. I want you to hear me. Just because we brought our kids to church, they're gonna believe this Bible's real the whole life. I'm telling you, we have got to. We've got to find. you hear them testimonies tonight, and there's testimonies in every one of your homes. We need to start talking about what God is doing to fulfill His word every day. If we want our children and grandchildren to believe this is even the Word of God, we've got to promote this Bible. We've got to promote it more than we've ever even imagined to promote it before. Let's stand together and pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Come and pray, honey. I'm so wore out. I can't do it anymore. Just pray. And you call on anybody else you want to to pray. Listen, there's a lot of people in this church right now that love the Lord. But you know that if all of a sudden everything you have was snatched away from you, you'd you'd have a little bit of space between you'd have to fill up between you and God. You need to fill that space up right now. Let's pray one more time, will you? Cry out to Him, Jesus.
2: Hallelujah. Oh, mm-hmm. i go to the rock of my salvation i go to the rock that the builders rejected i stand by the mountain and the mountain stands by me when all around me is sinking sand on Christ the solid rock I stand. When I need a shelter, when I need a friend, I go to the rock. Where are you gonna go tonight? Where are you gonna go tonight? I go to the rock of my salvation. I go to the stone that the builders rejected. I run to the mountain and the mountain stands by me when the earth all around me is sinking sand on christ the solid rock i stand when i need a shelter when i need a friend i go to the rock let's go to the rock right now god i know where to go to i thank god i know where to go to i've already been to that rock god i know that rock is christ jesus i thank you for the confidence that i have in you i thank you for the confidence that you put inside me to know that you're going to be there thank you jesus for your word i believe your word jesus I thank you for this church. I thank you for the revival that's spreading through it. I thank you for the fire of God that's in every household. God, I thank you for what you're doing. Every soul that's been baptized in Jesus' name. Everyone that's received the Holy Ghost even today. God, we stand on your word. We trust your word. We believe your word. Your word is in our heart, in our mind. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. My Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the power of God. This world's got a lot of woe, but I thank God for the hope I've got in Jesus Christ. Ah, ah, ah. Let's all praise the Lord right now. Thank you, Jesus. Who's this? Woo! Thank you, Jesus. I texted the pastor today and I said, we have not seen revival like we are seeing right now in Souls Harbor in many years. I mean, we've always had people get the Holy Ghost. We have always seen some kind of move of the Lord. But there is something special happening right now. Oh, something special is happening right now. And thank God for this warning the bishop gave us so we're not just walking around in la-la land. But let me tell you, there is a great revival. And whether it's it's us doing all these Bible studies, whatever is happening right now, get a hold of it. Jump in the middle of it. I believe we're going to see this church double within just the next couple of weeks or months. I mean, it's right here, right now. It's on top of us. It's on top of us. It's right here, right now. Jump into it. Ah! Ah! And you know the devil would love to distract us. And make us see a other things and get irritated about crazy things and things that don't mean nothing. Not in this world or in the life to come, either one. And oh God, help us. Souls Harbor, jump in. Jump in. Jump in. Jump in. Jump in. Jump in. Get a hold of it. Believe God. Believe God for your family. Believe God for your neighbors. I believe the Lord's doing this. Let's all praise God right now for it. Hallelujah
0: <laughs> Mother and father, uh, uh, you ch- if you're unmarried, mothers and fathers uh, bring your children to where you're, unmarried, bring your unmarried children to you. Unmarried children, go to your mothers and fathers. <sighs> Quickly. Oh, families get together. If, if you don't have that, that's fine. We'll figure out what to do with everybody else. Don't worry. Oh, go, to your, go, to your, go to your families. Now, mothers and fathers, as soon as they get there just as soon as they get there, I want you to lay your hand on their head firmly. <laughs> I am telling you, there will be a day when some of our children will be beyond our grasp. They will be too far for us to reach. Lay your hand on their head firmly. Firmly. And pray in the name of Jesus for him to keep them. Keep them. Keep them close to God. Save them. And keep them close to the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Keep them. Any person in this place, any person in this place, if you don't have a family member or husband or wife or son or daughter or mother or father, reach to somebody and pray with them firmly in the name of Jesus. I stand firmly on the rock of Jesus Christ and declare that the devil is a liar and every lie from the enemy shall fall and the truth of the lord jesus christ and his holy word shall stand forever our children shall be saved our grandchildren shall know jesus christ hallelujah in his fullness and in true and clear revelation of his
2: deity in the name of jesus (laughs) lord let it be let it be let it be let it be I'm telling you in the spirit right now, I see the Lord troubling waters. I see the Lord troubling people that are in your home, that are close to your touch, that are just within an arm's reach. Oh, the Lord is moving for you. The Lord is moving for you. Stir us up, Jesus. Help us to remember the important things. Ah, oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Uh, Oh, we need some strong men to take up this, the prayer, that prayer, that Brother Weekly, that prayer, that Brother Craig. Oh, we need some strong men to say every morning, I'm going to pray for my family. I'm going to pray for my church. I'm going to pray for my county. Oh, we need some strong men to take that up. Take up the banner. Take up the banner. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Our God is an awesome God. He knows where you're at and He knows what you need. He will not leave us orphans. Oh, no, He won't. He is our God. He's our Father. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise the name of the Lord praise the name of the Lord get us ready get us thinking about you during the day oh even so Lord Jesus come quickly yeah I'm looking for it 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 hallelujah 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 We're going to go from this place tonight. Yeah. Oh, let the Lord touch you. Let the Lord renew you. Oh, renew me in the Holy Ghost. Oh, let me feel like I did it first, Jesus. Don't let me forget where you found me. Let me remember you reached way down. Ah. Oh renew me and the Holy Ghost renew me and the Holy Ghost we're gonna go from this place remembering the Lord we're gonna go from this place with our eyes keenly on the prize knowing that we are looking for the return of Jesus Christ and everybody we come in contact with we're gonna tell them about Jesus We're going to tell him what he's done. We're going to tell him how great he is. We're going to tell him about his power.
1: Hallelujah. Praise God. God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Now, what are we going to do with this news? Hopefully, we're going to wake up. But it's not time to go into a cave. The Bible says, occupy until I come. You're going to keep moving forward. You're going to keep leading your family directing your family but you're going to go with a better mindset just because you see and know that cars getting wrecks don't mean you don't drive anywhere anymore It means you start being more careful means you start paying attention more It means you start understanding and if you're smart the later it gets you know people are drinking doing stuff the later it gets the more careful you're gonna be and that's what's gonna happen we are not gonna hide in some corner we are not gonna get under the ground and act like oh no things are bad yes things are bad so let the light shine let the light shine Well, this world is not my home, I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. don't need to feel at home in this world we are pilgrims and strangers in this land love not the world neither the things that are in the world the answer is in the word of God just keep going after him just keep walking after him Keep making a difference in the people's lives around you. And when the Lord's ready, we're going to get up out of this place. Our feet are going to leave the ground. And we're going to meet with him for eternity in heaven. I feel good in the Holy Ghost.